Hello, and welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, a discussion about how to live a loving life. I'm Reg Lloyd, and we're having a conversation with Kenny Vaughn. Kenny, we've made our way to chapter five in your book, and you talk about the eight things that love is not. You write, if we don't know what love really is and how it works, we may think we're acting in love when really we're acting in fear. And just as a reminder to our listeners, you have defined fear as being the opposite of what love is. So the first thing that you list that love is not is that love is not anger. You said fear is anger. How do you want to start us off? What do you say? Why do you say acting on our anger is fear? Right. And so um, feeling anger is not necessarily... We can, we can have a, what, what people call a righteous anger. You know, I mean, angry about the damage that sin is doing in someone's life. Um, so I, I need to be kind of careful how I say that. But so feeling anger is not necessarily um, an act of fear or fear ruling our life. But if we follow anger, it's fear that follows anger wherever it's trying to take it. So, you know, in the, in, in the earlier podcast, we talked about the tree and, that there's, and, and from 1 Corinthians 13, that there's seven things that love is. And then there's eight things that love is not. And, of course, that reads, you know, love is patient, love is kind, it is not angry. And it, you know, it doesn't read exactly like these are the seven and these are the eight, but you can identify that in the Scripture. So the eight things that love is not, I would suggest, or what I'm trying to say is that those are the, set, the, those are the eight things that fear is. So the eight things that love is not are the eight things that fear is and if we act on those things, then fear gets to rule our lives. If we act on these seven things that love is, despite feeling the fear, then love can rule our lives. It's what we, what we act on, and as we talked about, not just what we act on, but why we act on them. Just mean our heart has to be pure in this. We can't, it's not possible to use love to get what we want or to act on these loving things for a selfish reason and think that it's love. It's not. It's just still selfishness. So these eight things that love is not, the first one is anger. All eight of them, it's, it's love is not angry, it's not rude, it's not envious, it's not prideful, it's not unforgiving, it's not boastful, it's not selfish, and it does not delight in evil. And so I would say fear is angry, it's rude, it's envious, it's prideful, it's unforgiving, it's boastful, it's selfish, and it delights in evil. And we're talking about anger right now, but so... When I feel anger, the first thing I should do is ask why. Why do I feel the anger? And, and if I can find the why, many times it's, a, it's something that I'm afraid of losing. I'm afraid I am losing. I, I'm afraid of being disrespected. Um, I'm, I'm afraid of not succeeding. I'm afraid of being looked down upon. I'm afraid of how people perceive me. Um, pray, just Just... It's an endless list of things that, that what you're doing is making me angry because I'm afraid it's going to cost me something. So that's, that's, what I, that's what I mean by So the question then becomes, am I going to act on the anger that I feel or, or am I not? And I know you may think, um, and often when I talk about this, I'm thinking, you know, this, this, may, this is just too hard. All right. Um, you, you expect me to just stop and think about, you know, okay, I feel this anger. Um, I have all this, all these emotions. You know, I'm just going to go with it. That's the easy thing to do. 
But what that's the easy thing to do in the moment. But it's it's not too hard, and I'll tell you why it's not too hard. It's not too hard because it's way harder to try to fix what you tore up by following your feelings and following your anger than it is to address it before you tear it up and to stop and, and, and go, you know what, why, why do I feel this and what's really going on here and how do I battle it? <clears throat> and battling it can be a challenge. Um, so let me get throw out an example here to try, try to set the stage. I was dating Tammy at the time. Poor Tammy, she's the butt of all of my examples. <laughs> she's going to be again in the next one, next podcast. All right, I'm already thinking about where I'm going with that one. But um, So we're dating, and we're going to her parents' house, and we're making a drive there. I'm driving. She's driving. And and so I love Tammy. Tammy loves me. Uh, you know, we, we, like, we get along great. And... But on this drive, there's there's been before leading up to the drive and on this drive, there's been a series of just little one offs that I'm 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 slowly it's like okay I let that one ride I let this one ride I let that one ride guy pulled out in front of me I let that ride you know what I mean I'm sure oh, it's building yeah right <laughs> so and I'm showing massive self control yeah you know I mean I'm like reeling all this while I'm on that real quick you know you don't need to put reins on the self okay so. Uh, we need to have self-control, but my problem most of my life has been trying to rein in what I really needed to crucify. So I, like, I'm trying to get reins on this selfish horse so that I can direct it where I want it to go and it won't ever throw me and run over me. And that, and just, that's, that's like the devil's trap. I'm like, he, he'll, he's glad to allow you to rein in yourself as long as you'll keep it alive. And so I'm trying to rein everything in. I'm showing all the self-control, but inevitably I'm going to get pushed to this point that I don't have the reins to control it anymore. And instead of a little explosion, it's a giant one. And so, so I'm learning now. I mean, we need self-control. I'm not saying we don't need self-control, but we need the self-control to die to ourselves, to set ourselves completely aside. So, but I'm just reining it in on this trip. Right. So I've grained in several times. So now we're supposed to be taking a turn. I know we're getting close to it, but she's on her phone and she's got the directions. And this time we didn't have I didn't have the GPS. So I'm trying to get her attention. And I'm saying, hey, baby, you know, where, where are we supposed to turn? And she keeps ignoring me. And so I finally I'm like, you know, we've probably passed the turn up by now. And I've reined in a lot of self-controls here and I'm starting to get a little heated. So I'm like, Tammy you know, where are we supposed to turn? So she reaches, she's passenger seat, reaches out to put her hand up. Like she's just trying to say, wait a second. You know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm listening to this person on the phone, which yeah, is pretty reasonable, right? But in that process, her pinky goes in my eye. So she pokes me in the eye. And man, hit, I lost the reins. Hit a 10, huh? Right. Like off the charts, I lost the reins. And, and man, all I can tell you is, I just wanted to rip the steering wheel off the dashboard. Not that I could have, but that's what I wanted to do, and shove it through the windshield. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm sitting there like nothing's going on, but on the inside, I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm like losing it. Yeah. And, and so that evening I get home, I managed to not tear her to shreds, but barely. And, but I get home that evening, it's like, Lord, what is wrong with me? You know, what? What? Why did I do this? 
And how am I supposed to control it? So I'm fighting this fear all the time. I'm trying to rein it in. And and I, I'm able to manage it to a certain extent. But in the right circumstances, I'm really not. That, I just looked a lot better than I was. I'm not really anymore. And I'm battling it. I'm fighting this anger, trying to do the right thing. And it's almost as if I'm feeding it. And so that's why a lot of times I say that fighting fear is a trap that leads to more fear. And that's what I mean by the reigning in part and that we need to die to ourselves. But this is what I found. This, and this was back, man, I'm going back to like 2000 or, or maybe late, maybe like 98, 99. We just made the first shield of strength. And like the second one I made, I had Philippians 4.13 on one side. And I was doing 2 Timothy 1.7 on the other, but I stumbled across this scripture, and this has helped me so much with my anger. And it just said, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Anger does, okay? Love is not angry. So casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And... I took that and I put it on that dog tag and I just put, I cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And this is what I started doing. Instead of just trying to rein in all my anger all the time, fighting the fear, which eventually led to more fear, I started speaking God's word to the lie. So instead of buying the lie that whoever cut me off did that just to disrespect me, they probably didn't even see me, right? Instead of buying the lie that Tammy poked me in the eye to get me to be quiet, uh, instead of buying all of these lies, I decided that I, I would speak God's word to the lie, which was the truth. I would cast down imaginations, every high thing, and then I would, I would seek the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth was, I mean, Tammy was talking on the phone. You know, I mean, I'd have done the same thing. Um, she, she didn't mean to poke me in the eye. But fear will have me blow up. So my fear of wrecking my life or fear that other people are hurting my life, trying to preserve my own life, has me tearing up the person who actually loves me and wrecking and destroying the relationships in my life that mean the most to me and, and that laying my life down, meaning to not responding to myself you know, listening, running to it, seeking the truth, but then speaking God's word and truth to it kept me from wrecking my own life. So you know, Jesus told us, you know, you save your life, you're going to lose it. And so I'm always afraid of losing my life. So I get angry at everybody who seems to be taking some part of me or hurting me in some way. And, and I fight for my life and I lose it. And I'm, I just learned that if I would lay it down, I could find it. Now I still feel, feel anger all the time. But I just know, I mean, I've learned now all these years later that when I, when I see that, when, when I see something, when I feel the anger, there's a trap. And that my first responsibility is not to act on the anger that I feel, but to ask why. And many times, once I know why, there's, there was no good reason to be angry. But yeah, because you mentioned that feeling anger is out of our control, and that you tried to avoid those feelings, but up until this point, unsuccessful not to feel the anger, but acting on that feeling is within our control. We have that choice. You said anger rules our life when we choose to act on it. 
So you're, you're talking about how not to act on that anger. Like when Tammy puts her finger in your eye at that moment, you're going to, you're saying that you're going to speak scripture to the lie. Yeah, not right. I'm going to speak scripture to the lie. If I have it truth to the lie, or, or I'm going to ask why. And it's not, not, it's not that, okay, I, I can't talk. It's not normally that hard to find the, that truth if we're willing to look for it. You know, like all I have to do is just in the case of Tammy accidentally poking me in the eye you know, why do I want to, like, what's wrong with me? Well, why do I want to scream and yell at her um, in a response to her accidentally poking me in the eye? You know, what's wrong with, what's wrong with me and why do I do that? And I, I, that's, the, that's, when I, that's why I call this the right fight because so much, of, so much of my life I was in that wrong one. Like, if you made me angry, then I became rude. And that, that was my response to protect me, and I felt totally justified in that. And, 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 and I, you know, but I was wrecking all the relationships in my life. I was killing love in my own life. And so, yeah, it's you speak truth to it, you ask why, you pause, and then you, you know, you do a little bit of examining, and then you follow the truth. I'm not saying we do nothing. So maybe what someone did was very selfish. In this case with Tammy, it wasn't. But say say what they did was maybe, maybe let's say she meant to poke me in the eye. Yeah, purposeful. She was intentional yeah. about it. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's two two places that fear wants to take us. It either wants us to be passive, or it wants us to be prideful or boastful. So if I'm passive, then I just let her get away with anything. So if she meant to poke me in the eye, and I pretend that's okay, that's not loving at all. Like I'm teaching her to poke people in the eyes, get what you want. I'm, I'm, I'm acting like that's okay when that's wrecking, that's going to wreck her it's life. It's not in her best interest. Not at all, right? So, but, but if I'm passive, I'm afraid of dealing with that. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that if I confront her about poking me in the eye, that I might lose her. I'm afraid that I'm going to offend her. I'm afraid she's not going to like me. Uh, I'm afraid of all these different things. So, so the whole reason I'm passive is because it may cost me more to say something than it will to ignore it. And, and it might right now, but that's not, love is not about what it costs me more or less of. Mm-hmm. Love is about what's truly best for you. So she does it on purpose and I love her. I can't be passive. Well, the place I always wanted to go from passive was to prideful, which was you may poke other people in the eye, but I got news for you. You're not poking me in the eye. Mm-hmm. You could forget it. Like, you're going to be blind here in a few minutes, you know? And so then I become what I despise. You know, I don't like people poking me in the eye, so I poke them in the eye. And, and so, so the, there's the passive to the prideful, but the love is neither one of those. So love does not ignore selfishness, and it doesn't attack selfish people for its own sake. Love goes to it. It runs to the situation, but then it does what it does for their sake. So that just looks like instead of saying you're not going to poke me in the eye anymore or being totally passive and pretending it was okay, it's saying, why did you poke me in the eye? And if they actually did it on purpose and their response is because you wouldn't stop asking me where to turn, Mm -hmm. it's like, do you think that's okay? And if so, why do you think that's okay? Mm -hmm. And the good news is it's never okay. And then if somebody will actually try to justify what is clearly wrong, then, you know, you flushed out a bigger problem than you realized you had. And, and for them, too. And then you're, 
the best we can do then is try to help them see why that needs to change. And if, and if, you know, in Tammy's case, she would say, I'm sorry, you know, uh, I forgot to tell you, but in all my relationships, if people ask me too many questions, I poke them in the eye, <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, <laughs> we got a problem, <laughs> you know, and we're not, you know, so, and I want her to change, but if she won't change, you know, if, if that were Tammy, it's obviously not, but if it were, and she was going to get stuck on that, loving her would mean saying, I'm sorry, but unless you change your mind, I can't. I can't help you do that. Not so I don't get poked in the eye, but because you poking people in their eyes is uh, going to totally destroy your life. So when when you're feeling anger, anger, you're angry, you're saying a couple questions, good questions to ask ourselves would be, why am I feeling this way? Yeah, for You think sure. that's going to reveal maybe a deficit within ourselves? What are we protecting? Yes, for sure. I mean, I, I think... I don't know that I've ever asked myself why, and I didn't know pretty quick, you know. So, but if you ask why and you aren't sure, that can be a little harder, you know. When we don't know the truth, so love is love seeks the truth, and then it follows the truth where the truth will take it. So, the hardest times for me to live a loving life is when I'm not sure what the truth is. So, if I if I ask why and I don't know the truth, then it's like drop the anchor. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act on this, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm not sure, but then I don't move. I drop the anchor, I don't move until I have some sort of understanding. I don't pretend it didn't happen. Now I'm not talking about little bitty things. All kinds of little stuff happens all the time, all day long. They're one offs, they're not patterns in people's lives. You know, we do silly stuff all the time. You know, if you follow me around, you see how selfish I am, you know. So I'm not talking about all that, but patterns in people's lives. But what we tend to do is, is we're not sure what the truth is or we don't ask what the truth is. So we just move on, give it a day or two, and then we pretend it didn't happen. And then it resurfaces again later because it is a pattern and we're actually failing to love. So we need to drop the anchor if we aren't sure what the truth is. And then we might have to ask. We might need to talk to someone else. But it's usually not that hard to find. Sometimes it is. And if it is, just don't move on. Don't, you know. If Tammy was doing that, poking me in the eye, I keep bringing that back up, but on purpose, and I just gave it a couple of days and moved on. That's what we do. I'm failing to love her. And and the bad news is um, she's going to keep doing it, and I'm going to get poked again. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. And if I love her, then I, I, don't, I don't want her doing that. So, yeah, ask why seek and seek the truth. And if you get stuck there, you need to do some more digging. Don't just – pack up, move on like it didn't happen. That doesn't mean our homework's over with at that point. We still have to work on changing that or seeking how to change that once we that's, that's revealed to us. Right. right, and that's exactly right. And we don't, here's, here's where the problem is, and we've got to realize this, I have no control over Tammy. I only have control over me. It's not, and it's not even my responsibility to attempt to take control over her. That's what anger's doing. So anger is attempting to take control of someone else to force them to love us like we want to be loved. That's what anger does. But love is like, hey, I'm, I'm not here to control you. I'm not going to attempt to control you. I'm my, the best I can do is to try to help you see the truth. You know, that that wasn't right. And why are you doing it? And, and if, if your why it actually reveals, if the truth of the why that you reveal to me actually shows me I'm wrong, then I'm the one who needs to change. You know, maybe maybe I got angry because I believed a lie. Like, I believed you did that on purpose, but you didn't. 
But the best we can do for other people, if in Tammy's case she's doing it on purpose, is to help them see the truth and try to get them to examine why they're doing what they're doing. And most people, I mean, we all do selfish things, but we usually don't want to. We're, we're stuck in our default self-defensive mode. You know, we're failing to love. I mean, I, I see parents that, you know, failing to love their children, husbands failing to love their wives, wives failing to love their husbands. Most of them know they're doing that, but they don't want to. That's the beautiful thing. Most of them don't want to fail. Um, so you try to ex expose that truth, and if they're willing to change, they'll give you a chance. If they're unwilling to change, you can't change them. The best you can do is love them. Of course, we have to examine ourselves. We might be part of the problem. We need to be changing too. You love them. And then if they refuse to change, sometimes loving them means stepping back because you don't have the power to change them. You know, We persevere. We don't just hop out of the deal. You know, We persevere, but... Uh, Love never fails. Um, we just fail to love, if that makes sense. So when we have the feeling of anger, uh, a good thing to do would be to consult ourselves or confront ourselves before we confront others, just kind of check ourselves, see what is this revealing. Reminds me of the story of the old rustic bridge that they wanted to check for cracks. You don't check for cracks by running a uh, bicycle over it. You run an 18-wheeler over it, and the more weight the more weight on it reveals the bigger cracks. But I think even if it's even small things, if it's a bicycle reveals cracks, like the way someone said something to us or maybe someone changed plans and affected us without telling us about changing those plans. Of course, I think it'd be good to reveal that possibly to others, but first checking, why, why am I so offended by how they said that? What is that showing me? That's that, what I hear you saying. That's right. And not, worst of all, not jumping in there and reacting. So real quick, too, sometimes the best you can do is walk away for a minute. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. You know, walk off, go for a walk. I mean, sometimes I'll—this <laughs> sounds crazy, but sometimes I'm like— I, take a broomstick and go beat a tree or something, you know, <laughs> what you just get, it's, it's foolishness. I don't know why it's, I, but, but just whatever you do, do not release it on the people you tell me that you love. You can't do that. Right. And then you're saving yourself some foolishness and then you come at whatever point and as soon as possible, you know, don't go leave people suffering for two days because you're trying to get over your, uh, your pity party or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, to be perfectly calm, talk to them, you know, just go cool off and then come back and dig the truth up. And hopefully many times that will relieve you of your, of your anger, mm -hmm. you know? So, and it'll save you a lot of embarrassment. Quick, really quick story. We were in Hurricane Harvey um, and we pulled up to a, a, a roadblock and we had missed several of them. I mean, we gone around several of them already. Well, this time I pull it to one early in the morning. This officer chases me down. And so in my mind, I'm like. He's after you. Yeah. And what a, you know, what a jerk. You know, that's what I'm like. I'm like, like we've been, he, I know you've been seeing me pulling people out of here for two days. You know what I'm doing, but now he's going to come tell me. And so by the time he got to me, man, I was all, I was set on go. You know, I'm about to just whatever like i'm probably about to be in handcuffs or like and i should have been <laughs> if i should if i wanted to do what i want to do but you know but that was all my presumptions of what was going on the real reason he came was to say hey there's a man and a woman and a child that have been needing help and no one's found them would you go there first so 
thank God I just kept my mouth shut for a minute and, or I didn't just ignore him or whatever it was, you know. And so and, and you don't disarm yourself for standing for the truth by allowing someone to reveal what's really going on. It's like I'm afraid if I if I allow you to go first that I'm going to get run over. Well, it's okay to if that's if that's what happened, that's okay. It's worth getting run over for the truth. Because once you're done running over me, we're coming back to the truth. And we're going to let it follow. We're going to let us lead us wherever we're taking us, you know. Does that make sense yeah. for my talking circles? Yeah. No. Yeah. It makes sense. And that wraps up the another edition of the Right Fight podcast where we talked about love is not anger. But uh, next podcast, we'll jump to the number two, which is love is not rude. And that right. fear is rude. So uh, I think it's time to sign off for this time. Trust God's word no matter what. Keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to the Right Fight podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.